0: all right on today's episode of locked on avalanche now that tomas tatar has signed with the avs we've done this a couple times in the past in the offseason kind of guessing what the lines might look like we're gonna do that now that we pretty much have a fleshed out roster for the colorado avalanche that and one of kyle's favorites frankie He might be out for a while How's Kyle feeling about that? All that and more. New episode of Locked On Avalanche coming at you. Your
1: Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, everybody. Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Make sure to follow us on our social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X. On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, Locked Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on our YouTube channel. Over on YouTube, hit subscribe. Get notified when a new show goes live. Definitely subscribe to our subtext as well with the season right around the corner. You're going to want to subscribe to that. Because when you do, you chat with Kyle and I one on one. And before we get to that rundown over there, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, just an announcement. <clears throat> we are back to five days a week. The off season is uh, nearing an end. We got the rookie camp going. We got uh, training camp right around the corner, preseason right around the corner. So we're back to uh, our daily five days a week. We're in season, man. This, that's this season right is here. the season is almost here you can feel it can you feel it kyle i feel it i know all the everydayers feel it and now you get our voices five days a week i mean who who could ask for more than just that alone we could just read like moby dick and and i think people would be happy now might <laughs> want to hear harry potter <laughs> those are good books by the way fantastic movies are great books are even better um, all right. all right, we will get to the uh the Avs rookie camp as much as we can. Uh, we'll talk about that. We will get to Pavo Francos. Uh, who knows what's going on with him right now? Uh, but we wanted to start because when, when uh, Tomas Tatar was signed, that's when we were doing our crossover uh last week uh with Locked on Kings. So we did a little bit of uh, a segment of him just kind of like you know our thoughts on, on the signing. But where we want to go now, sir, is kind of he, he was kind of like the, 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 the last piece of the puzzle. Cause when we would do lines earlier in the, the offseason, everything was, well, this is what, you know, lines one, two, and three and two thirds of four could look like. And it was always that who's going to slot into that last spot. You sign him and you pretty much have your 12. Mm-hmm. Right. So what do we, I mean, we, we can, we can, Go anywhere with. I mean, you can start at the top, knowing well. Well, maybe we don't know what what you're thinking for for your top line because that's the other part of this is. Yeah. Sometimes you know there there are a lot of people who think that you might be moving Miko Rantanen down to the second line. I understand it if you wanted to kind of split up, kind of the greatness of of the forwards in the in the abs right now. But what are you thinking? What's your what's your top line looking like, day one? Yeah, I,
1: I think this is a good place to start because. I know outsiders would say oh that top line that's that's a lock but there Mm. is that 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 contingent of the community that would love to just rifle Jonathan Drew in to that top line to pair him up with Nathan McKinnon but not so fast my friend (laughs) I don't think he's there yet I still think that top line is Nathan McKinnon Miko Ranton, and Arturi Luckin
0: yeah, I, I the, to me it's like the the difference of what I think it's going to be like Jared Bednar what's what's he going to decide and what I would do. Cuz what I do clearly overrides anything Jared Bednar wants to do, right? Yeah. So does. um <laughs> uh, I get the vibe that on on day 1 Jonathan Drewen is going to be on that top line. Interesting. I I, I just feel like that's that Jared Bednar is going to want to get him going as early as possible. And the best way to do that is put him with Nathan McKinnon. And everything you're, you're seeing from all, all of um, the journalists and everything, that, and the reporters that are there at practice, is Drouin is working just daily with Nathan McKinnon. Which doesn't surprise me. Just the fact that, they're, that they are good friends. Um, and McKinnon is a main reason why he's with the Avalanche. But I think it also speaks to We're going to work as much as we are because we're going to be on a line together. So would I do it? There's there's arguments for yes and arguments for no. Um, And the more that time is going on in, in the beginning, I was saying, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm kind of getting away from that now. I'm going to kind of like eat my own words on that and just feel like it might be beneficial to him. Give him the best chance to succeed for the season. And I think the way you do that, put him on that top line. Well, you know he can pass. Passing's not a problem for him. It's the scoring that's a problem for him. And I think if you can put him on the line with Nathan McKinnon and who? Like that—that that is the other question. Like I said, with Renton Rantanen, that's what I would do. I would start with those three guys. That's his best chance at success. And then maybe you get his confidence up a little bit. And then you can do whatever you want. If you want to bring him down to the second line and play with lines a little bit. You could do that, but then you could also say, well, it's going well, why would we break it up? There's just good problems to have if you get Jonathan Drouin out to a good start. Yeah, and see, that's why I would... I mean, this is the Colorado Avalanche. We are
1: locked on Avalanche. We are not locked on Jonathan Drouin. That top (laughs) line's not broken. No need to fix it. That's why Mm -hmm. I would put Jonathan Drouin on my second line as 2C. Okay. Putting... Now, Now, when we did... Wow. What? Hang on yeah. now. Like, well, really? Well, okay. Go, go with this. When we talked with Locked On Predators, mm-hmm. they talked about Ryan Johansson and the strength that he brings now in his game, in his age, to the wing position. Mm-hmm. So you have Jonathan Drouin
0: centering that line with Nuke and Raijo. I mean, like I said, he's a great passer. So I mean, if he's facilitating. Maybe it's not the worst idea. Um, I, you and can again, hold that, <clears throat> that top line for a long change, mm-hmm.
1: drop Drew in out there, let him flirt with that top line a little bit, give him that carrot that hey, you get this going here. Hmm. That t- you could drop in down, move Rijo over to that center position. There's your two seat, there's your there's second line, but don't start Drew in right out there on the top line yet.
0: Okay. Um, to me, I just feel like they, they're bringing in Ryan Johansson. The the reason they got him was for, for the two C right. You can so, flip,
1: you can flip, you can ride Joe and Jonathan Joanne, but I just, I feel like that top line has been the heartbeat of this avalanche team, no matter mm-hmm. the injuries for years and years and years, Joanne is brand new. Yeah. He's a trial. Don't disrupt the heartbeat to give Jonathan Drouin a chance when this team has a chance top to bottom to really make
0: some noise in the NHL this year. So, and the whole reason why you're bringing in Drouin is like, you know, low risk, high reward. Um, I think throwing him into a center position right off off the bat, um, again, I don't feel right on on day one. I don't feel like that's giving him his best opportunities to be successful. I think it would be on a wing, whether it's on on the the uh, first or second line. Um, start the season. If things aren't going well and, and he's playing well and and uh, Johansson's maybe struggling a little bit and you want to kind of blow that up and, and kind of move him off to the side, uh, not put so much pressure on him as a centerman uh, as far as Johansson is. Maybe, you know, like I said, if he's not getting off to the best start, maybe that's where you see a little bit of the tweaking there. Wouldn't be against that. But again, just as far as like day one, opening night, my second line would be Johansson center with Lekanen and Nachuskin. And I would love that line. That line would be a working man's line. And good luck against those three. And that's part of the reason why I'm bumping uh, Joanne up to the first line, because that is a sexy second line to me, man. Like, come yeah. on! That 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 is a that's a tough top six to go up against. You want to hear a ridiculous
1: top nine? We'll keep it going.
0: Sorry. You have yeah,
1: keep it going. Ross Colton as your three C with Tatar and Miles Wood. Same exact one, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, th- I feel like that has the possibility <clears throat> past the trade deadline to potentially be your second line. With what that I, line well, no, could possibly
0: not... do. <clears throat> it's not going to be a second line i don't think they'll they'll override those three guys like th- th- those three are perfect third line well, guys
1: that they're like, great third line guys but they could it's one of those we talk about it all the time ride the hot hand it's what we talked about Dennis Morgan as much as mm-hmm. we did last year ride the hot hand give that guy a shot I, this it's a third line that has the potential to be so much more than just a, oh, yeah. a solid third line. They could be so much more on any given night.
0: They could. And and I think what what they'll do is dominate the third line yep. of their your opponent. That's what you're going to want them to do. That's how Vegas won the and, cup. Yeah, and and I, I feel like the you know the jury's still going to be out on on Miles Wood until he kind of shows what he can do with this team. If it goes the way that everybody hopes that, that it can go, that that is a formidable third line by far. So like and, and that signing by for, for Tatar is, is just it's a stroke of genius. And, and, and uh, Chris McFarland spoke about it. He did an interview with DNVR um, and he talked about how he was not even on their radar. Yeah. And this is just how sometimes things play out. And they went after him, and say, hey, we can't offer you a ton. But this is one of those things where it's like we can offer you a shot at a championship. And it seems like Tatar is at a place in his career was like, yeah, I'll take that. I'll go there for a year, million and a half. And have a good shot at a, a, a title. Why not? So to get him really. And, and if you you gotta you need to bump him up to the second line. That's just a gluttony of riches right now for the yep. avalanche. It's so easy to do that. And you don't really lose much. If you're going to have injuries. Knock on wood. The avs don't. But if they do. Yeah, you can move him around. So it's a great signing for him. Um, or for them and for him. But yeah, I think he is slotted in at that that th- that third line and away they go. Now, for the fourth line, this kind of solidifies, I think, your fourth line too, because we were throwing around who's that last guy that you're throwing in there? Um, but it's looking like Logan O'Connor, Andrew Cognano. And I guess maybe you could still say who is uh, a last guy, but I, I gotta feel like Ben Myers is your 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 center for your fourth line. Which is not a horrible thing. Maybe he can get going while he's down on the fourth line. See, see how it goes. But I think that's your fourth line.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. That's your fourth line, and we're talking about an Iron Man, LOC, limitless potential, and Ben Myers. He's already got potential and a resume when it comes to college. Like we're talking about before the Tatar signing. What a great top six. We're talking about a top nine potentially a top 12 yeah. that you can really make a case for night in night out this is the vegas depth that won the cup the avalanche now have with avalanche skill and we haven't even talked about defense
0: no we haven't uh maybe we'll get to yeah let's get to that that next um we and again it could be we know who they are i don't really feel like that the, the the six defensemen are really going to change all that. like your bottom pairing is, is pretty those guys are pretty solid but we'll mention those uh, here in a second. But first, we got to talk about a brand new sponsor, and that is Jace Medical. And Kyle, we just went through a couple years of COVID, right? And, and that was not fun for anybody. And things got shut down, and we couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything. Uh, and out of that was birth Jace Medical and the Jace case. So what exactly is this? The Jace case, it provides you five life-saving antibiotics, for emergency use. And all it takes to get the Jace case is you fill out a simple online form and in in some cases, jump on a quick call with uh, one of the board-certified physicians. You get ongoing care from the physicians of any treatment-related questions doctor-created and it's doctor-recommended. And what they do is they will come up with five, like I said, life-saving antibiotics that you need specific to you. They send them to your house in this neat, tidy little Jace case and you put it away for emergency use. If we ever get locked down again, God forbid that uh, happens. Let's, let's hope that does not happen. Clearly if it does, now you can be a little bit ahead of the game and a little bit prepared, uh, with this Jace case. I, I have one ordered. It has not come yet. I'm waiting for this thing to come. Uh, and, and I, I once it does like Kyle likes to model his, uh, the, the other ads that we have, like the, uh, all those uh, little trinkets that we have for the other ads, I will do that with the Jace case so I can show you front and center what it, it looks like. So you can save more than $360 by getting these life saving antibiotics with the Jace Medical Plus and an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKED ON at checkout over at JaceMedical.com. All right, so quickly, let's uh, – defense, I think uh, we know what we got. Kale McCarr, we got – as far as – we can go pairings if you want. Kale McCarr, Devontae's obviously top pairing. Um, and then you're going to have Sam, Sammy G, Josh Manson, who is hurt. Um, and, and that's another thing that, that Chris McFarlane talked about with uh, the DNVR crew is he, he is a little bit hurt, but they do expect him back um, for training camp and for game one. So he shouldn't really be going anywhere. Um and then Bo Byram and Jack Johnson. not necessarily those are gonna be the pairings, but those are your six. I don't really feel like um, anyone's gonna take anything away from either one of those guys, including Jack Johnson. I think to start of the season, Jack Johnson is gonna be on your your third pairing. and you haven't even touched training
1: camp yet. So well, those names could shift in, shift out, be packaged yeah. out. so, I mean, with what you have now in your defensive pairings, you feel pretty good.
0: You do. You do. So things are looking up for the uh, – it's amazing how that signing with Tatar just kind of like just solidified this team um, and just made all of these lines just look solid, really, really solid. Um, But as far as defense – or excuse me, not defense, goalies go, uh, we know what we got in, in Georgiev. He is your, your starter. He's going to be your workhorse. Um, but you you need a solid backup. And for a while, the Avs had that with Pablo Francos. Things have not been going well for him over the past few seasons. Lots of injuries. Seems to come back, play for a little bit, gets, gets injured again. <clears throat> um, uh, he, he's going to be out. And this is another thing that Chris McFarland mentioned. Um, he's going to be out for a little bit. Don't know how long, didn't say a time frame, uh, but if, if I read the tea leaves of the Colorado Avalanche when they say he might miss some time, he's going to miss a lot of time. That's just how I feel right now when you mentioned the Avalanche and, and, and an unspecified time frame uh, for an injury. In my opinion, it's just, it's going to be a while. And they have said they're, they're looking. They're, they're looking to kind of replace him, whether it's the short term or long term, we don't know. But they are looking for some backup or, or some combination to maybe trade for somebody or whatever remaining UFAs are out there or just go with the young bucks uh, of what they have in the AHL and go that route. I don't think they'll do that, but it will be interesting to see what the Avalanche do here to kind of short term, maybe long term, replace Pablo Franco's. See, I you said I you
1: don't think the abs will dip their toe into the AHL and bring up let's just say it it's used to saying it. Right. Right. And but I throw back at you what money do they have to go get a goalie right now? The free agent yeah. list is it's a retirement home.
0: Mm-hmm. It I mean, really is. That's not you, an understatement.
1: <laughs> you have like Mike Smith, Yaroslav Halak and then the yeah. list keeps going. It's all those oh yeah, I remember them
0: yeah but and then what money? So they don't that, that that's that's a problem. No you, you did sign uh, to Tatar so you only have and this is according to Cat friendly with the 7 million in LTIR uh, 525 thousand. So you don't have a lot. Um, what needs to happen is uh, you you could bring Eustace up, but I don't think the avalanche are in a position to have him be their backup. If they were like a middle of the the road team right now, I think you do that. Uh, but you know, you're you're playing for a cup. <clears throat> and I don't think even though Annan won't pl- I, I wouldn't say if you were to say Eustace Annan is your is your backup for the duration of the season, so much pressure is gonna be on uh, Georgiev, right? And and that's not what they want to do. They want their backup to play, and and they want their backup when they're when they're on the ice to give you as much as a chance to win as Georgiev does. I don't think Anand does that right now. So because of that, I think they have to go out and and find a trade partner. And a couple articles I read um, threw out Casey DeSmith as a possible trade target. He was just traded to Montreal Mm -hmm. in that massive deal. um, And a lot of people thought he would be on the way out at some point it's kind of just like a holdover um and this is a good opportunity for for him to be traded which like i said a lot of people thought he he could be traded he is only making 1.8 million dollars so you would have to get montreal to eat like half of that somehow some i mean which they can do montreal has um 5.7 5.7 million plus in cap space so they, they they're not hurting for cap space um, so they could soak up a lot of that um, and then you would as the avalanche maybe have to send them a player um, to get rid of a little bit more cap space and then who knows what's going on with with francos if it's something where does he have to go on ltir I mean, that saves you $2 million right there. But if not, okay, then he's he's going to count against the cap. You'd have to send them a player. <clears throat> Who would that be, though? I don't know.
1: That's, that's the thing. And then you also, again, just to remind everybody, all the everydayers that are looking around the screen right now and seeing burgundy and blue, this is the Colorado Avalanche. They stay injured. You can't <laughs> operate with $525,000 to keep a team afloat. Things have to shift. Things have to move. And you said this team isn't in a position to have Eustis and Noonan as the backup goalie. Mm-hmm. I think the Avs are in a place where they have to have Eustace as the backup for a little while. Because if we just talked last week about Chris McFarland saying he hopes to have Gabe Landeskog back by the playoffs, but now he doesn't know when Pavel Fransos comes back, both are surgeries that are very difficult to come back from on the ice. Landis Gog's a little bit more improving, but he has a timetable, and he has no idea about Frankie, who just came back. And they looked at him and said, "Oh, this is a lot worse than we anticipated." And now they're scrambling, looking for something. I think the answer is going to have to be not because I want it to be, right. have to be in Loveland.
0: Well, if if they if they have a, a, a an idea, right? He's saying he doesn't know, but you have to have some time frame. Is is, is it going to be six months or is it going to be two months? I think you know where it. It lies somewhere in there, right? Um, if it is shorter term, then then maybe they can get away with that. Like, I don't think you would go trade for somebody, bring them in, someone like Casey DeSmith, <clears throat> bring him in, and only for Frantzos to return in, like, two months. And now you have three goalies, which there's only room to, for two. DeSmith, is, he, he's, he's a fine backup. I think he'd be okay as a backup. So if you feel that it is long-term, it's going to be even half the season. I think you make a move. And I think what you'd have to do is I'm just kind of looking at cat friendly. Like I know you just brought him in, but like someone like Frederick Olofsson, I know you just traded for him, but is there room for him now that, that you sign Tatar and, you know, let's say someone gets hurt. I feel like there is other options there. Like it's not like Olofsson is, is your next guy up? You have a handful of guys that could take the place of an injured Av. Right, it's not just Olafson just waiting in the wings for that first guy to go down and he takes a spot. So you could get rid of someone like him who's making seven hundred seventy five thousand. Uh, you get Montreal to keep at least half, and then you can make that work because you still have five hundred. What I say five hundred twenty five thousand in cap space. So that could be it. it could be it could be uh, a one for one. You get them to keep half of his salary. May I don't. You can get. I think that's you can. You can get. This is not one where you get another team involved. So yeah. they'd have to, to soak up at least like half of that. And then there you go. It's it's pretty kind of cut and dry. But again, it's all dependent on honestly how that, how long they feel Frankie's going to be out. So and then they're going
1: to have to start turning a blind eye to these PTOS that they have sitting there. Like Joel Kiviranta. There's. There's no way that yeah. anything could come of that. So it's just one of those, no. Hey, we're, we'll have to let him go. There you go. You're in the know.
0: Now take the goalie dough so we can yeah. keep the steam afloat. Hey, wow. That was, that was Dr. Seuss esque right there, my friend. That I was, was reading beautiful. a Hutan
1: clan book today. <laughs> that <laughs> was beautiful. All
0: about the rhyming. <laughs> Wonderfully done. Um, so we'll see. I mean, this could happen. It's it's probably going to happen within the next week or so. I would say something's got to happen here. Where they, i say this: if nothing happens within the next like two weeks, maybe they're going the Anunin route and just uh, bringing them up. And it's about time. Until, well, I mean, it's a little maybe even like one more year early than expected. But but if they feel that Frankie's gonna be out, they go make a move. I think they have to.
1: I think they have to. If not now, then when.
0: Yeah. I don't know. All right, let's hear from FanDuel and then uh, we'll quickly talk about the the abs rookies taking the ice. Uh but first, like we said, FanDuel new customers over at FanDuel can get $200 in bonus bets at America's number 1 sports book and that is FanDuel. Why would you not want to do that right now, especially with the NFL season here? And you can get those $200 in bonus bets. It's guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. What is better than that? You put $5 down, $5, on, you get $200 in that FanDuel account? Man, that is... That's basic that, math right there. That that is, that is, I think, they're telling me $195 more. So, jeez, I mean, come on now. Uh, you, like that's said, more you, than $5. That is way more than 5 so That's $200 bonus bets. Win or lose you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options. Like you can do spreads, player props, over-under. Lots of fun things you can do over on the app. It's safe, super easy to use, secure. So go over to FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season right, which is the complete opposite of what the Denver Broncos are doing. That's FanDuel. It's the official partner of the NFL. All right, and uh, just to wrap up, uh, you were not able to to really watch much of the rookie. You, you were on a, a mini vacation, well deserved, uh, before we went back to uh, this this five day work week that we're having. And then the vacation, the mini vacation, was good.
1: It was incredible. My first time in my life, I've ever been to a beach. That's what you were saying.
0: Everything you hoped it would be.
1: I don't know what I've been holding did, out on. That's did you an incredible thing?
0: Did you burn? Did you sunburn? This Irish man did not burn SPF 50. You betcha. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. Um, So yeah, the as rookie camp is, is active right now. They got one more game to go, Uh, but they've won both games. I don't want to get into this whole thing about what the, the league should do better. Uh, We've talked about that in the past, how they present these, these games is definitely one of them. I mean, this is like the the high school. You get one camera at center ice that's behind the netting, uh, and it just goes left and right. It's like a tennis match. And when anything happens, it's it looks like it's so far off in the distance. Uh, but there has been some fun action in these games. The Avs have won both of them. And I know some people want to take these and, and run with it. And, and there are some players where – uh, you're like, hey, maybe this guy's making a name for himself. And I don't want to say, well, I shouldn't say that. Maybe not making a name for themselves, but they're kind of getting off on the right foot right before training camp starts, if they're invited to training camp as well. Um, and we, we talked about the the goalies, or not the goalies, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the defensemen, Yeah, uh, about you know pairings and stuff like that. And I think those are set. We know who those are going to be. Jack Johnson should be there. Uh, he's, he's getting up in age, so maybe if an injury creeps up, Sam Molenski's looking like the real deal. Yeah, he is. He, he, he really is. is. So uh, I think he's cap. He's even the captain of this team at the rookie camp as well. So uh, is he going to get one of those opening night pairings? Doubtful. But you have to feel like what you want to see as, as an AS fan is, like, we need guys to step in when guys get hurt, not if they get hurt. And I yeah. hate to say that, but when they get, because it's just the way that it's been for, for the avalanche. And even though he doesn't have a lot of time in, in, at the pro level, this is one of those things where when you play four years at, at, at school, at a college, you're a little bit ahead of it. Like there, there is not so much of that getting to like, cause the college game slows down for you a little bit. Sure. There's some acclimation that if they get the NHL level, but he might pick up on that a little bit quicker than these other guys who have been with the Avalanche for two or three years and just kind of getting to that stage that he's at now. So And, and you feel really good. You talked about when the Avalanche
1: get injured, and we talked about how deep this team actually is. And we made all the lines. If a forward
0: goes down, Jason Pullen, you could put him right in there. He's been making Ooh, a name. In the... Wow. I yeah. mean, you saw that one clip that they posted where he just laid out I think they are playing. Uh, that was against Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, two guys within a matter of ten seconds. He was a wrecking ball. So, but he did get hurt in the second game. But you have that option, that potential, that's there.
1: And this is all rookie. This is not even preseason. Who right. knows what name's going to come up? But you have <laughs> Malinsky on on defense as well. Like you feel you feel very confident that this team can have handle whatever the avalanche usually have to handle.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Poland looked looked good. Um, Malinsky, I think at four points in that first game. Um, so he, he looks good. Ivan, Ivan with a couple goals and Ivan, 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 Ivan with the goal goal in the second game. (laughs) It's all in twos for him, I guess. (laughs) Um, on the opposite end of this quickly, um, you would have liked to have heard uh, Oscar Lawson's name a little bit yeah. more than you did um, from the the little bit that I watched and f- even reading from other people that watched it in full and, and wrote about it. He was next to invisible on, on most of the, on most of his shifts. So that's a little concerning. People feel like he has all the talent but the one rub on him ever since he was drafted was he's just not physical enough. He's got the speed. He's got the shot. He's got the skill. Um, and he—he, he, I guess he has filled out a little bit, but not enough where he's comfortable going into, like, the, the dirty spots and, and really mixing it up. He still avoids contact at all costs. How long, how, like, will that play out long term for the Avs? I don't know. And it also
1: made me kind of lose an hour of sleep, not hearing a single peep out of Trent Miner.
0: No, I well, he it's, he actually played well.
1: He he like, played no, he played he played well. Yeah, but with everything that's going on, and you have this uncertainty cloud over uses and Noonan for yeah. years, and we also have this. But also, there's Trent Miner in the system. Yeah, you expect. Like, that's the thing with developing our AHL goalies is taking a step up. And why aren't we getting that goalie wise?
0: It's tough to really kind of critique goalies at this specific camp because these guys really haven't played together for a long time. Right. So a lot of times a mistake mistakes happen all over the ice. And there's a lot of times where goalies are are left to hang out to dry. And it's just a little bit unfair to them. But he let in a couple goals early on that in that Arizona game. And when he needed to, he shut the door on them. So it was it was a good and bad for him. It started off not the best. But as the game went on, seemed like he got stronger as the game went on, which is completely fine, completely what you want to see in games like you're not gonna get like these unbelievable standing on your head games from from these goalies. Um, but the little bit that I saw and a lot of what I read was minor was looked okay. Forget about like the, how many goals he let in, but he looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. So, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm just needing a goalie in our system
0: to be more than okay. I hear you. I hear you. You want, you want to see them develop anything, yeah. uh, yes. especially the, the goalie position. So, all right, that is going to wrap it up for today, everyone fire away in the comment section what your lines look like what do you thinking uh, the the should do in the frankie situation and if you were able to watch uh the the uh what is it 480p version of uh these have rookie games what did you think fire oh, away video in the now line. player yes <laughs> uh that's yeah so that's gonna wrap it up thank you for tuning in making this your first listen of the day that's always appreciated uh, for Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, I am Chris Vasselli. This is the Lockdown Avalanche podcast. And we'll see you guys tomorrow because we're back to five days a week. Enjoy the day. We'll see you tomorrow. Go, Abs, go.